the voice of faith. In prayer over Boston. Boston, arise, shine, for thy light is come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. Boston, you belong to God. We pray. God is able to in him today. Boston, God bless you. You are chosen by the Lord. The word for us today, coming from Ezekiel chapter 9. This book is in the Old Testament. Powerful. Ezekiel chapter 9. It's talking about a cry for prayer. A cry went out from the throne of God. He wants us to pray. Here beginneth the word of God. He cried also in my ears, saith Ezekiel. He cried with a loud voice, saying, Charge them that have charge over the city to draw near, even everyone with his praying weapon. Spiritual warfare. Call them that have spiritual warfare, according to the word of Jeremiah, that are skillful in praying. Those that God has called to know how to shoot out the prayer in faith. I call it bullseye prayer. Call for them who knows how to pray. Call for the weeping women. Call for the ministers and let them weep between the porch. Let them weep before the throne of God. Let them set up a covering over the city, over the nation. Oh yes, the word of God declares in Ezekiel chapter 9, the voice was so loud crying, I need the men of the city. I need the women of the city. I need the prayer warriors. Everyone with their weapons. Everyone that know how to pray skillful. Weapon in your hand. Yes, God has given every one of us a shield of faith. Not only that, the sword of the spirit. Oh, spiritual warfare. Ephesians chapter 6. Put on the whole armor of God that we may be able to stand. We may be able to fight a good fight of faith. Take unto you the shield of faith, the sword of the spirit. Hear what Ezekiel said. Everyone must have the weapon, the sword of the spirit. Where? In her hand or in her heart? In her spirit. These are spiritual weapons. Our warfare is not carnal. We are not talking about a weapon of this earth. We are talking about spiritual weapons. They are not carnal, but they are mighty through God for the pulling down of every stronghold. Stronghold of the mind. Stronghold over the city. Stronghold of beliefs. Jesus Christ is the only way, the truth, and the life. Anything else, the Bible says we must cast it down. Every imagination that is not of God. So the word of God said, call for the men of the city that have their weapon in their heart. The weapon of prayer. The weapon of prayer. And behold, the word of God said in verse 2. Six men came from the way, the highway gate. See, there's always a gate. Six men came from the highway gate, which lieth toward the north. The gates are lieth toward the north. Yes, every part of America, 
the northern part, we got to pray in this area. But the word of God said they were coming from the northern part. Every man with his weapon in his hand, they were ready to pray. One of them, out of the six, one of them were dressed different. The Bible declares, one of them clothed with linen, with a ink horn in his hand, an ink horn by the right side of him. The right hand he had it in. And they went in and stood before the throne of God, the brazen altar. Remember how I described the brazen altar in Revelation and the vial of prayer that went up, the incense that mixed. These men stood before the brazen altar. The brazen altar, one, you got to wash before you go into the throne of God. So you got to be cleansed. And so they stood before the brazen altar before they're going to the throne of God. And the glory of the Lord, in verse 3, of Israel went up from the cherubim, and he went up to the threshold of the house, and he called the men together. But he called the one with the white linen separately. He called him to stand close right at his side. And I believe that this one was Jesus Christ. Because he's sitting at the right hand of God and he's making intercession for us. Jesus Christ is the best example in our prayer. You need to follow someone to pray. See Jesus. Oh, he prayed 24-7. He making intercession for all of us. But he cannot do anything until we seek. We seek him first. We, the people of God, ask whatever we need we must ask. I know some of us are saying, oh, Lord, you know what I need. But he said, ask. That's humility. We must ask, not just take it. We must ask. And sometimes we pray like we want to take it. No, we got to be humble before him. We pray in authority, knowing that Jesus Christ already done the work. And we do not come wavering, but we come boldly before the throne of God. So that's the difference. We come boldly before the throne, knowing that God already did the work on Calvary. And our sins are forgiven when we acknowledge that he is God. And every knee must bow and every tongue must confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God. We acknowledge that he is God and there's none other. Whatever we ask in faith believing, it shall be done. And hear what the word of God declares as he said to this one with the ink horn in his hand. Verse 4, the Lord said unto him, go forth through the city. Go forth through the city. Can I speak it again? Can I put Boston here? Go forth through Boston, through the midst of the city of Boston, and set a mark upon every forehead. Every one forehead must have a mark. Those that are praying and are signed, in other words, lamentation, prayer and thanksgiving and lamentation. Make our request known unto the Lord. Those that are praying and sign over the abomination that is happening in our city, over the violence. Are we disturbed or we just say it's another thing? No, we got to pray. Violence have filled our city, but there's many that are just taking it easy. But God said, no, call for the men of the city and let them pray. But if they're not praying and over the city and the abomination that is happening, 
He said, I want you to put a mark on those that are praying. Mark every child. He said, go forth. Mark every child that are praying. So you said a child can pray, yes. I've seen a year-old praying. I've seen the babies now that are birthing out their queen at the first day. They look straight in your eyes and they begin a conversation. Because I believe in the very womb that God said to Jeremiah, I knew you before. Jeremiah, while you was in your mother's belly, I had a relationship with you. So I believe that God is a spirit and there's no limitation to what he can do. Go forth in the city, he said, and mark every child, every boy and every girl that is praying in the city. And then he said to the other five, follow him, follow him. And those that have not the mark, I believe this mark is the blood of Jesus Christ. Because the word of God said in the Old Testament, where I see the blood in Leviticus, I will pass over you. Remember Moses had to kill the lamb and spread the lamb blood on the doorposts. Oh my goodness. I believe that this prayer that God is sending out is a mark. God is marking his people right here in the city of Boston, New England, America. God is calling us to pray and not only praying, but he's marking you with the blood of Jesus Christ. And he said, when you have that mark, he said to the other five, go with him, follow him, touch not those that have the mark on them. Touch them not. Those that have the mark on the, on the forehead, those that are the ones that are praying, don't touch them, but use the sword. Use the sword. And, I, you know, to pray, to pray this way and say, God, this is time you has given us that we would repent, that we would have the mark of God upon us. So, Father, I ask of you today, in the name of Jesus, send forth your Holy Spirit and give us a spirit of prayer, Lord. Let this spirit of prayer do not miss out on every child. Let every child grab a hold of it, Lord. Prayer is a gift. Father, prayer is our revelation. Prayer, Father God, is our relationship with you. And so I ask of you, dear God, let no child, no boy, no girl, no man, no woman die without having a revelation. Oh, Lord God, a relationship with you. I pray that you'll mark every one of us, Father God. Mark us with your blood. For your word declares those that do not have the mark. They are the one that defile you. Says, start in the very house of God. In the very house of God, those that are not praying would not have the mark. So, Father God, I ask of you today, forgive us. Father, forgive us. Forgive our children, Lord. Forgive our parents. Forgive us today as we stand before thee. Please have mercy, Lord. You send, Lord God, Jonah into Nineveh. And you're warning to them. They must cry. And the Bible declares the king came down from his throne and covered himself with sackcloth and ash and cry out to you for the city. 
God, here we are today crying out to you for the city of Boston, New England, America, through the islands, Lord God, to Australia and America. Father God, all the way to Africa, we pray for Brazil today. We pray for Eurasia. Father God, wherever your name is lifted up, Europe, Lord God, Canada, I pray for everyone, the Middle East, Lord. Jerusalem is your city. And so we pray throughout the universe, Lord. The nation is yours. The earth is yours. And Father, we thank you. It is you that made us and not we ourselves. We have gone astray. Father God, we have sinned against you. Thee alone we have sinned. And I pray today, Lord God, give your people, Lord God, a revelation of prayer. A revelation that they would be marked with by the Holy Spirit and in the blood of Jesus. So, Father, let your will be done in every heart today as we continue to pray that you will have mercy upon us. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. The Voice of Faith in Prayer is brought to you by Glad Tidings House of Prayer for All Nations, located at 573 Norfolk Street in Mattapan, with Sunday school at 9.45 a.m., Sunday service at 11 a.m., Tuesday at 7.30 p.m., Wednesday all-day prayer and fasting at 10 a.m., and Friday at 7.30 p.m. Our host pastors are Bishop Hezron and Dr. Gwendolyn Farrell. For more information, visit us at gtidings.org. Come worship with us.